Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Tom Crane. And I'm Simran Shah. And welcome to My Favourite Takeaway, the podcast for people who really like their food but can't always be bothered to cook it, which is definitely the case with Simran and I. Um, Sim, <laughs> do you want to explain what this, this show is? I'm so excited. I'm so excited this is yeah, happening. I mean, I mean like, this yeah. is our first episode, Tom. This is very exciting. I mean, OK, I've, I've got a confession. So yeah. I, lo- I love to cook, you know, I love to cook, but I also love takeaways, and that's sort of the reason why we started this podcast. But... Over the pandemic, I'd say I've really upped my game on both of those things. And recently, this is where the confession comes in. Recently, (laughs) so my partner was away for like two weeks and I was hanging. So I ordered a takeaway for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Breakfast time uh, on a food (laughs) delivery app. Your heart sinks when it says it's not open until 11 a.m. And then when it arrives at 11.30, that's a bacon bap and a yellow polystyrene container. Just squeeze some ketchup in and then ate. Then had a McDonald's for lunch and I had a pizza for dinner. How are you not dead? <laughs> <laughs> what was the sense of shame at the end of the day? Were you feeling good about the day? Were you feeling was I, it, was it a day well lived? I was, I was very close to calling you to confess exactly what I'd done and said, this is the reason we need to do this show. On your deathbed, when your grandchildren <laughs> say to you, Sim, what was your proudest day? Are you going to say, it was the day that I had three takeaways. And actually, <laughs> judging by the way you eat, that, the deathbed day won't be that far away, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, heading in that direction. No, Sim, don't worry. I, I, I equally have such a takeaway problem. I have a real problem. I'll give you some examples. When Claire, my girlfriend, and I get a takeaway, and it turns up, normally a Chinese, big Chinese uh, food fan, um, I will often lie about why certain sides are in there, and I will claim that they've been sent by mistake by the takeaway, is, and I'll say, I'm pathetic. <laughs> So I'll be saying, I did not, I didn't order spring rolls. Why did Szechuan chicken? What, what is going on? I didn't ask for all this stuff. It's so lame. It's so lame. Because I almost can't accept that I have this addiction, this problem with takeaways. So part of this is that, that joyful sort of acceptance. This is who I am. I love takeaways. I've got a problem. It's time to really embrace it. I think that's absolutely right. Because also, like, there's something guilty pleasure about a takeaway, no matter what kind of takeaway it is. Yeah. I think that's what we're trying to capture with this, because I think everyone has those experiences. My girlfriend Claire once went away on a Hindu to Madrid, and as she was leaving, I promised her I wouldn't get any takeaways that weekend because I had so many recently, and I put on so much weight. And I said, Claire, don't you worry, I'm not, I'm not going to get any more takeout. Anyway, uh, she sat in a square in Madrid, and her phone rings, and uh, it's the delivery driver um, saying, "Hi, I'm outside with your McDonald's. Um, I can't get in. The doorbell's not working." <laughs> Um, basically our doorbell had broken we'd written her number above the door and the delivery driver had rung her in Madrid to say that my McDonald's was outside Um, that you'd think would be the beginning of an end relationship it wasn't (laughs) but we're not the only people with this problem Simran which is is the whole point of this show so in this show Simran and I have been kindly invited into the actual houses well they said that they're actual houses of of, of real celebrities there's a chance they've rented a place and stuck up loads of family pictures so we don't have to really have them in their homes so we go into the homes of these these wonderful celebrities and we share their favorite takeaway with them exactly as they would have it so whether that's stumped on a couch or on the floor it's basically whatever they dictate that's how we have it so we really share that moment with them and i think that's what makes this really quite exciting we have some amazing guests coming up this series we have josh widdicombe we have james acaster we have andy oliver 
We have up-and-coming chefs like Big Hass, who's doing stuff with Jamie Oliver. We've even got a special on the history of the takeaway coming up with Dr. Annie Gray, uh, who may have heard on Radio 4's Kitchen Cabinet. We've just got some great people coming up. And likewise, we want to hear from you, the listeners, about your takeaway weirdness, your your addictions, your sort of weird habits. Everyone has these sort of strange things they do with food. So we want to hear all of these things. It's a safe place. I'm, I'm obsessed with this stuff. This is the reason why we wanted to do the show, because we're obsessed with takeaways, and I'm certain everybody else is obsessed with takeaways and everyone else has their own weird habits like they've all got their own takeaway disasters their pet peeves and things like that and i think that's what we're interested in hearing about from our listeners yeah and if you want to get in touch with the show here's how you can follow us on insta on my favorite takeaway podcast on twitter on fav takeaway pod or email us hello at my favorite takeaway podcast.com So we're in Josh's kitchen now. His Levang Spice order is sat there. Fifty-two pounds worth of Levang Spice. How are you feeling about that? Um, that's expensive, isn't it? But no, it's fine. I should add that uh, <laughs> it's, it's we fine. are catering for my wife. We are also, yeah, quite. Yeah. And for the producer, Michael, completely. So, so not actually, twenty off. That's ten pounds forty ahead. Thank you for being so. That's quick math, actually, isn't yeah, it? That's not bad, is it? Yeah, no, that's yeah. good. That's good. Bargain's good. You definitely pay more than that if you are having a delivery on your own. Yes. Well, oh, and I have no, many there times. There was no delivery fee. That was us. Yes. Exactly. So you saved two pounds. So technically you should tip us now, actually. If you give me two pounds <laughs> walking into your door, that would be great. Yeah. So um, we've got your order here. Get get out. Take it. What have we got? Um, okay. Got so obviously poppadoms. I'd have them as my starter. Okay. But my wife would have them along with the meal. As a sort of, as like a fork or a spoon as a way of scooping up yeah, the food. Yeah, which I think is a bit weird, but there we go. What are your view? How many poppadoms per person? What sort of like a? What are I you think going for? Um, one is not enough. Yeah. Two will mean you, you have poppadoms left over. Okay. Yeah. And how are you eating now? Are you like because I tend to just tap it and break it into pieces. No. And no. Right. Okay. It doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, very, that sounds very skilled. Is that an Indian thing? Is that sort of part well, of you? Well, as I was actually, Josh, as I was how saying, long, how, what point did you have on the watch for that first <laughs> use of that Indian thing? So, so you you, you tap it the, and it sort of it breaks perfectly. I um, tap it. It usually breaks into the exact perfect, number of people you're eating pieces. with. Small pieces all break out into the number. Of, so if it's like eight people, I tap yeah. it. It breaks into eight pieces. <laughs> it's an Indian skill. It's a thing that you like Jesus with the fishes, whatever. You just have this ability to sort of completely. Um, see, I put a, I put a poppadom on a side plate for myself. That's what I do. Which yeah. I think I, I think I prefer to have my own poppadom, really. I mean, it's fine with two. If you're in a table situation, it can get slightly fraught. Yeah. If you don't take your own poppadom. Yeah. That's in a in a restaurant, I suppose. Are we allowed to discuss the idea that we could eat these food in restaurants? No, or is I, that yeah. I, is that a problem? It's not on brand. Is that not on brand? <laughs> Sorry, what Do rest- I have to restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever consumed poppadoms in my own house. <laughs> so do you order differently at home then to a restaurant? Yeah, because you can have more things at home because it's more of a shared thing. Yeah. But I, I'd very, very rarely have an Indian out. 
Okay. It doesn't occupy that space in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of the strangest things in the world are people that would have an Indian as part of a big night out. Well, <laughs> Couldn't agree more. more. So, so, <laughs> insane. so I, I find it weird, like this whole like uh, go for a curry and a pint type thing. Yeah, yeah. Not me. Pint Not. already filling. Curry massively totally filling. Totally agree. It's so bloating. There's, there's this part of me that still, it sounds ridiculous, but I want to feel slightly sexy on a night out. Not sexy, but at least sort of like <laughs> that there's a bounce and there's a lightness to my steps rather than be feeling as fat as I actually am. Also, just purely, yeah, just energy level. My energy levels mm. after an Indian are so low. Completely. So if you went on a stag, like a stag do, and they'd have an Indian at seven, it's like... <laughs> Making the job of getting drunk more difficult. Completely. And also increasing the chance that you feel sick. Yeah. Very quickly. And, and increasing the chances that were you to throw up, it would actively hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it would burn. And it would still look the same when it hit the pavement yeah. as it was when it was in the bowl and it was served you. No, I couldn't agree more. It's a, it's a weird choice. I think you can do Indian food on a night out that isn't super heavy, but that is super boring. So it's just like getting some meats... Just getting some dried meats. Okay. And then yeah. that's it. But then you've got to not have the rice. You've got to not have the well, nine. Well, 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 we're about to come to my approach to that kind of heaviness of an Indian. Okay. So should we, should we, do you want to start getting the stuff out then? Should we give it a... Well, I can tell you what I've got. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we're sharing paneer tikka. Classic. All on the same plate at the same time. I don't like dry Indian starters. I've got no time for an onion bhaji. Really? Stand, okay. I cannot stand them. So just so you know, I'm going to occasionally say, because you said paneer tikka... I will occasionally slip into an Indian accent. Of course. <laughs> yeah, so as, for me, as long as neither we do, I think that's me, fine. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it's paneer. That's, that's right, paneer. Right, yeah. It's paneer. With an, yeah. with an rolled R. Okay. With a, everything with it, very much the rolled R. Okay. So, poppadoms, yeah. starter. But you say you don't like a dry starter, and poppadoms is surely the epitome no, of the dry that's, starter. No, but that's what I mean is I don't like. I just don't want to waste time on my Indian on stuff like an onion bhaji, okay. which is not as good as the other things you can have. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Next. then I've got the dishes I've got for us are a vegetable danzak. Mm-hmm. Anyone know what a danzak, danzak is? Before? <laughs> I don't know what, I forgot what a is. Is that lentils? Yeah, it's like a sweet but hot lentily vegetable curry. A bit like a patia or something like that. Wouldn't know. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> One all. Yeah, no. Uh, okay. Sagalu. Exciting. Great. Tarkadal. Vegetable korma, which I don't particularly like, but the problem is it gets to a point where you, you get it so that you're not just eating a lot of things that are much of a muchness. Okay, yeah. It's like a ballad on an album. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's, you feel you should do it just to break things up. Yeah, yeah. I do like a korma. I've got really sort of nice nostalgic memories. Like the first time I used to go to a car, I was too nervous to go out nightclubbing and stuff and I was at like 17, 18. So we used to go to this tiny Indian restaurant in Bath called the Raj Poot. And me and my other dweeby friends who didn't want to go to pubs and stuff would go there. And chicken korma was like my first gateway curry. And I loved it. I did. I do still quite enjoy it sometimes. I get a sinking feeling if someone orders a korma. Do you? Yeah. If I met a girl... Yeah. And she's we go. Let's say we have a, a curry, and she orders a korma. Yeah. For me, if if that's followed by like I don't like spicy food, all I'm hearing is I don't like brown people. Okay. <laughs> I don't like brown people. <laughs> I can't stand spicy food. I don't like any food. I'm I'm just going for a korma. That okay. means a red flag. Surely, being on the date, she's established she's got some interest in brown people, hasn't she? I don't know. Have you heard me speak? <laughs> <laughs> blind date. Give me a blind, blind date. date. Okay. Um, I've also. Uh, for a bit of fun, yeah. ordered a vegetable farl oh. because we the only time I've had it before was from this no. place and I did it with Crane. Oh no. We we dared each other to order it. Yeah. And I thought it would be a fun experiment <laughs> to see whether we could deal with it, which is oh, the most expensive no. one. I would never do that normally. We started we both started crying. I remember that we yeah. were quite ar- after we first tried it, we were sort of like arrogant yeah. going, This is nothing. But I just thought Really, it's good content for the podcast more than anything. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And then you get a free vegetable side dish over £25. Yeah. So I got Bindi Bhaji, which is um, okra. Oh, okra, is it? Oh. Love, love okra. Oh, nice. And then uh, a couple of naans. Um, garlic and peshwari. Yeah. Okay. So you like a sweet naan? The peshwari naan is a no, sweet No, I'd always dish. go garlic as my default naan. It's a bit like ordering the korma, isn't it? When you've got a second yeah. card to play, you don't want to just go garlic. So you want peshwari as your second? Yeah. So yeah. you're not Love a fan peshwari. of where you, so you wouldn't have the kima naan, the mint, the, 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 the naan with meat No, that would it. be a strange way to break vegetarian. <laughs> vegetarian. <laughs> I've also, because yeah. there's more people, I've ordered a third naan, uh, which I wouldn't normally do. 
and I ordered. So I've I've never really been given the chance for a third arm before. Okay. It's like it's like taking a third goalkeeper to the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I gone chili naan. Oh, just because I thought you might as well get something different. Yeah, he's the Richard Wright of your naan. Yeah. He? He's, he's not going to get a he's game. He's squeezed in. He's just going to yeah. go out. Yeah, I okay. find naans get cold pretty quickly. Well, well they get I was trying wet. to move the conversation on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, right. Um, let's get this out and uh, right. Try. So, and what you might have noticed from that is I've gone big and or I've gone small, and I haven't ordered rice. <gasps> My man, I like this. <laughs> this Absolutely is good. Livid. What yeah. is this? I'll why? tell you why because it's a complete waste of time when you're eating Indian. It slows the process. It's filler. I like Josh. Don't like rice. Okay, so um, take me take me through your logic as to why why is rice not? It's important? the most boring bit, and it's the one that makes you most tired, and it's the most filling, so you can't have the rest of it. So it's a complete waste of everybody's time. And you can't reheat it. You can't reheat it. It is the most boring bit, but you put stuff on it. It's, it's I, like I didn't I didn't say this wasn't a controversial opinion. How do you know it's the bit that gets you most tired? Because have, it's, have, it's the I big just, carb. But have you done? Have you done control tests where you've done one night you've only eaten? <laughs> We're rice? about to. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Wait till you, if you leave here still feeling sexy, as you <laughs> as you hope. Yeah. Okay. Then we'll know you're on to something. Yeah. I think that's madness. So to be honest. This is all very hands based. Then this is going to be a hands based meal. No forks and stuff. Well, there's no rice. Yeah, but you can fork in curry. Oh, oh. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I mean, be, they'll be burning issues. They'll be burning issues. <laughs> Not with a coma. You'll be fine. That's <laughs> what you do for coffee uh, relief. <laughs> in a bath of coma. In a bath, yeah. <laughs> like a shopping mall in Southampton. <laughs> I think okay. the thing with it is, is you're making a decision for the table. Do you know what I mean? It's like, not everyone's okay to that. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, I always feel like there's a pressure on me. Yeah with Indian takeaways to make decisions for the table. Like, as if I know what the best food is, as if I know how to, like, I, and it's, it's assumed knowledge, but I don't have it. Do you feel the pressure then with it? <clears throat> yeah, I dread it at times. Do you? Yeah, I sometimes I try and brush up on my Hindi before I go in. <laughs> <laughs> Still get it wrong. So do your friends get you to order for the table and stuff? Is that a no, thing that the waiter will always come to me first. Really? Okay. Yeah, and then I'll talk to the waiter in a way that is quite, like, familiar. Yeah. So with Indians as well, there's like very little politeness when it comes to making or taking orders and stuff. You're like, can you just get me this and get me that and do this and, and get me that? And it all sounds quite rude, but actually it's quite familiar and quite nice. Like it's okay. sort of, it's it's sort of, uh, it's just the way, that, it's the way that we chat. But then as soon as they slip into a bit of Hindi, that's when they completely lose me and I become very British again. So like your family then, did they, did you, do you get Indian takeaways and stuff? Is that a thing that happens? Yeah, we do. Would these, the, the obvious questions are A, do your parents go, this is not an Indian takeaway? So let me tell you something. So Indian people order Indian takeaways differently. Yeah. But basically, we'll order some food. We'll have a look at the menu. And they'll be like, uh, oh, well, maybe we could order some. Uh, should, we, should we get some starters? Should we get some bhajias or bhajis and uh, stuff, onion, onion bhajis? And my mother will always be like, why would we bother doing that? We've already got, we've already got bhajis in the fridge. So let's, just, <laughs> let's, just heat, let's just heat that up. <laughs> Like, okay, fine. Well, then what should we get? What else should we get? Should we get some main or something? Yeah, get some chicken. Get some chicken. We get some chicken jalfrezi. She'd be like, I just cooked one two days ago. We can reheat that. We don't need to get that. Don't worry about that. Okay. So what, so, uh, what are, you, are, you, are we getting are you the people? Are you the people ordering the ice creams in that case? Are you the guys we'll order, getting the... We'll order uh, some chips, if they do chips, <laughs> and a mango lassi, because no one has mango lassi at home. I've thought about doing it with... When I was at a stage where of my life where the thought of paying four quid for rice when I had rice, I've thought about doing the rice yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what my I don't dad want to did. brag, but I haven't done, I haven't in years. <laughs> you know that my, when we went to an Indian restaurant with my dad, I've told you about this. Oh yeah, what was that? We to save money. This is an Indian restaurant to save money. <laughs> we had uh, the poppadoms at home. <laughs> he, <laughs> so he bought supermarket poppadoms because he thinks they're overpriced in a restaurant, and then we ate. He put the microwave and we ate them at home. No and tips. then you travelled to the restaurant. And then we travelled and God, about an hour way. and 20 minutes. This is in Bath. So going through the countryside in Bath and getting out to this place, which is out a good probably 45 minutes or an hour away from our house, we then actually ordered our starters and had our mains and stuff. But aren't takeaways usually like something that you wouldn't make at home and that's why you order it? There is a place where we'll order uh, pasta and you're like, come <laughs> on. <laughs> it's such a rare call, isn't it? You're like, we, we definitely could do this. 
let's go back to your first ever takeaway experiences then. Like so, okay. so growing up in Devon. So I grew up on Dartmoor. So three miles away was Buffy Tracy, yeah. which had a Indian restaurant called Spice Bazaar. The other takeaway we'd occasionally have was pizza from Newton Abbott. Okay, yeah. From a place called Pizza House. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they'd be the two takeaways of choice. Yeah, okay. And how often did you have a takeaway growing up? Very rarely. So Because you'd what... have to drive. Yes. But I quite like the drive to a takeaway. 18 months ago, do you remember, we went to Norfolk. Yeah. And me and you drove and got an Indian. Great. And it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know what it is. There's something thrilling about... Does it feel like the... a treat? It makes it more of an event. It, I think, yeah, I think yeah. it, you're so right. I think there's, there's like something this about... Levang Spice here. Yeah. That is on all the apps, but I would prefer to go and walk and get it. Yep. Because there's something really? about, even if it's pissing it down, I, I, there's some thrill I get from, it just makes it into more of a ritual, I suppose. Do I think you, that's right. Do you think yeah. that sort of connects you to your childhood a bit more for like going out? I and, yeah, it does. And, does, does I think maybe there is, there's something about it where it just feels like it's, it is an event rather than just you going, fuck it. See, I I miss like the take, you'd have like the good menu on the fridge, the one that would be on the fridge yeah. when you were growing up. There'd be like the Chinese takeaway <laughs> that would be behind a magnet on the fridge. And like when you get it down, once every three years when we get a takeaway growing up, and it was, you'd get there, the, the laminated menu on the thing, yeah, you're yeah, sat there yeah. on the on the plasticky seats watching TV, like all that experience. I, of it, and One of the things I appear. love about Levang Spice is when you go in to get your order, yeah. Try and be a bit early, yeah, because they always have a copy of the Daily Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> that is for the people waiting for their takeaway. They've got yeah. a copy. It's called the Mirror now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it has been for the last yeah. twenty years. But they've got, they've got a copy of the Mirror. Yes, and you sit down and you, and I I think I going. It just feels more so like true. I loved it. You know, like in Indian restaurants back in the day. Maybe not so much now, but often when you'd first get there and you waited to be seated, you'd sit in a little area with a tiny table with magazines with your family, and you'd be waiting for them. And there'd be that sort of excitement They're building. Always... Uh, we're going to get a space soon. We can go and sit down there. But I find in those in those Indian takeaways where you would sit in the waiting room, it, they sometimes feel a bit like a nightclub. Sometimes Levang Spice felt a bit like they've got the neon lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like there's a bar. There's like some crap goldfish yeah, and stuff the, the as well. Yeah, the bar as well. But then the we went in tonight where we're still technically in a sort of phase of lockdown. So then the yeah. seats weren't there. So normally people would be eating in there and all this sort of stuff. It had a slightly different Did feel to it normally would. come to Barnet away? Plymouth v Barnet? Yes, I did. come as well, When Michael. Edgar Sorry, Pavage was playing. No, no, it was after that. Oh, uh, was it? Okay. And we got, I don't I know who that, I was yeah. with, but I was going to watch Plymouth. So Barnet play at a, a new build ground that is as with all new built grounds, absolutely miles from everywhere. Yeah. And we got out at the Tube and wherever it is, it's not called Barnet. And um, there was no pub. And we went and we waited for people, whoever I was with, and we had a pint in an Indian. Yeah. Which, <laughs> we didn't have food. We went in and we sat at the bar and we propped up the bar and had a because there was no other option. We had a pint in an Indian. That's it was amazing. So hard. No food. You think, you think ordering no rice is amazing? You think ordering no meal is really the next step. If you if you turn up early to pick up a takeaway in an Indian restaurant, do you sometimes have a half a cobra while you're waiting? You've raised an interesting point there. Thank you. Which is that I don't really ever drink alcohol with an Indian. Yeah. Okay. Well, because we, we're, we're, we're and I are both now. having a beer and you're having a pint of water. I'm having a pint of water, but as soon as we've eaten, I might have a beer. Yeah. Because I'll be on my no rice high. <laughs> yeah. So so why no beer? Why no beer in a, in a, with a takeaway? With an, I don't with an Indian, really drink at home ever. Yeah. Okay. I never drink at home. I've got no interest in it. For me, drinking is, is a sociable thing. It doesn't relax me in that way. It makes me want to go out. So, so during lockdown, okay, it would have been, it would have hit anything really brought home to me that I couldn't go out. <laughs> Yeah. So what okay, yeah, what yeah. would you drink at home? Like what is your if I mean, apart from water is there like a So if I was having an Indian, so most Indians I have are based usually they usually a hangover food or a Sunday night feel uh food. Okay. So I'd probably go to the news agent next door to Levang Spice and get a a fashionable fizzy drink. Oh, okay. Such well, as? like a Karma Cola. Canaria. <laughs> no, well, Rose drinks Karma Cola, um, <laughs> but I don't really like cola, so I'd go with a, a fizzy apple. Okay. Oh, or, a fizzy, or a fizzy elderflower at a push. That's, no, that's so, you make you sound about 92 when you say that. <laughs> yeah. so or, have you got or, or, any fizzy or, apple here? Or, or fizzy seven. elderflower? I don't know which one it is. You're either seven years old or you're 92 I mean, years old. My penny farthing's on a double yellow. I do need to be quick. Have you got any... Um, <laughs> 
a dandelion and burdock. Dandy- okay, so you get your dandelion and burdock, you rush back here. <laughs> Why would I want to drink yeah. with my onion on a Sunday night? I'm either hungover, I don't want to feel... Since having a child, I've become totally addicted to the feeling of being not hungover at all. And, ha- and what about takeaways? I mean, is, how, how's your takeaway in, in takeaway? Oh, it's bad at the moment. Is, it, is that to do with being a parent, do you think? Is that to do with how busy life is? What, what, like, how often do you have takeaways? And Quite often. What sort? Are you going healthy or what are you doing? At the weekend, we probably have a takeaway both nights, I'd say. Okay, yeah. It's the difficulty of cooking combined with a child's bedtime. Yeah. Completely. And if you're busy, it would be the first thing that I'd do. Yeah. Do you find that because people are now ordering more takeaways because of the pandemic, they're trying to get more variety from their takeaways. Like it's not just always going to be Indian takeaways. Like you need healthy, you need some healthy options and stuff. Well, what, 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 what that's the other for? thing. If I'm after Christmas, January, February, March, I was trying to lose weight because I'd put on weight over kind of November, December. And I found takeaways that were like, carb free or mm. whatever and then i actually convinced myself that like well i'm just doing this to lose weight now so i can have a takeaway okay. for lunch <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for lunch and dinner <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah actually one of the only times i've managed to lose weight was when i think like the third series of josh when the catering for like six weeks gave us a fish option every day and i made myself have it and having someone else provide me with a healthy meal every day it was like the only time i've actually managed to sort of drop any weight so i can see there's sort of logic to that of going okay i'm going to choose this thing it's like those people that do that diet um every meal is like delivered to you wherever you are what so so they so you're just like for 12 weeks yeah you get these every meal is delivered to you okay so that they they find you like, can, well, you think, yeah. be, can you be like in the lake or like up Ben Nevis? <laughs> they have to get it to you. <laughs> Here, a helicopter sort of hoving into view. Here's your korma, no rice. <laughs> what, what were your sort of takeaway eating out habits at university? University is sort of often quite an unhealthy time for people. How, yeah. how did you eat? So, you don't put on any weight at that age, generally. Yeah. I lived in Fallowfield in Manchester, yeah. which is a student district. There was Domino's across the road, but obviously Domino's is too expensive. Domino's is expensive if you're a student. It's expensive yeah. now, still. Is it exactly? But they had a student offer, so it was one ninety five for a small cheese and tomato. That's suspiciously cheap. Say, <laughs> hey, yeah, I don't know what's too cheap. What's the markup on that? Anyway, I'd have that four times a week, maybe, because it was so cheap. Four times a wow. week. Wow. Okay. Is amazing. And to the point where we'd phone up. Which was quite a thing in those days because you had to pay for your calls. So you, you've got to factor that on top. <laughs> and uh, I ordered the small cheese and tomato and he said, name. And I said, Josh. And he was like, is that the Josh? <laughs> <laughs> but what we used to do is we'd go in, order the pizza and then go next door to Gaff's, which was a... Um, anyone who went to Manchester University who's listening to this will know Gaff's because it was like a legendary um, kind of convenience store okay. that would may or may not have been rumoured to also sell stuff that you didn't know was on sale when you first went in there. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay. Anyway, so we go next to that. This, these were in the days when I didn't know. I didn't know that juice was bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thought yeah. Sunny Delight yeah. was healthy. No, but I'd go next door, so I'd get the order the pizza, and in the 10 minutes downtime, one of the things I'd do is walk next door yeah. and buy one of those, like the, the cartons that you'd buy if you were a mum yeah, 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 yeah. of Just Juice. You know, the Just yes, Juice yeah, a litre yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Did you think that was you and balancing I, out the pizza? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I thought that was like a good thing. Yeah, I'd get that and then we'd take them both and we'd go and we'd play pool. Yeah. And I'd eat a Domino's pizza and I'd drink a litre of orange juice. <laughs> were, you, were, you, were you single? Were you single at the time? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, of course yeah. I can only assume you had gout. You must have. I mean, four pizzas a week, four litres. That, that's mad. But those those things that used to come through, the, the Domino's leaflets that would come, menus that would come through with all the cut-out votes, yeah. they, they used to actually make you give them the tear-out voucher. I don't remember that. Like you, They'd come to the oh, door right. and you actually had to do it. So there'd be a real scrabble. You'd claim on the phone oh, that you had a two-for-one deal and they'd turn up and go, can I have the voucher? And you'd go, oh, God, I just know there's some knocking around in Cardiff and I've claimed it. <laughs> You're now sort of scrabbling around your bedroom trying to sort of uh, t- t- to hide the lie. But yeah, but there is all that cheap stuff. The one for us was there was a, a kebab shop underneath our house in the second university that did a kebab for 99p which is that awful. Yeah. yeah, all of that kind of stuff where you go, where's the money going? The other takeaway was, um, well, there was various ones, but the one we'd go to, because obviously Domino's are closed at midnight or yeah. whatever. 
But invariably, the ones that were coining it in were the independent ones that would stay open until 3 a.m. Till after the yeah, yeah, yeah. bars and pub clubs are closed. Of course, yeah. And there was one called Mamma Mia's. And if you went in Mamma Mia's at the end of a night, maybe yeah. not Sunday, but every other night, if you went in at 2 a.m., there'd be... 14 people ahead of you in the queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, then, a, it's like another nightclub. Yeah, it was. It was like it was like three deep at the bar, like Mamma Mia's. And we once were in there and we saw him answer the phone right. while we were all queuing and take an order. And so we got the phone number. And then the next time we were on the night bus, we like phoned up on the night bus and had it waiting there for us. It was, it was like a, a, a trick we'd worked out. How to Did jump the queue through yeah. the crowds. So you just got there and they yeah, were like, yeah, yeah. There was, it was like finding a cheat on a computer game. <laughs> Did they say, are, are you the Josh? <laughs> <laughs> but so you worked out that like, even if we were in Fallowfield at 3am and we got to Mamma Mia's and it was full of people, we'd then just go around the corner and phone them because it was a quicker way Superb. to get served. How, how bleak do you think this is, Simran? Um, Josh will know about this. One of the gigs early on was a gig at a place called the Hawaiian in Cardiff where they didn't pay you, but they did give you free Chinese food. That's what you got for your gig. <laughs> so you basically, you do a gig to sort of slightly indifferent people in a, in a restaurant and then you just load up a huge plate and <laughs> cry so into it bleak. in the back. Is, it really I'll, was, I'll yeah. finish the last leg and uh, I'd get hungry and I'd order like a, a cheeseburger from a kebab shop that was near my flat. And I was trying to time it so that by the time I ordered it, when I arrived, oh, it would be ready. Yeah. And, yeah. So I'm, and so it was basically a trial and error situation. And then I finally realised I had to call in the order at Euston when the cab was going past Euston Station. <laughs> it's like, just, just when you got to Euston, you've got to make that order. And then you've got exactly like 23 minutes or whatever <laughs> before it arrives. And then you can turn up and I'll give it straight to you. So it's oh. a real risk you're just going to have someone just stood on your doorstep for like 25 minutes. No, this was to pick up. This, oh, this, to pick this up. was pre-pandemic. Because uh, the real up. adrenaline, of course, is in a cab on the way home and timing and delivery. Oh, right. Oh, right. And, and, you're, and you're, fo- you're following them on the map and you're following your yeah. own map. Exciting. <laughs> it's like <yeah>. hunted. <laughs> you high-five them as you drive past them on the M4. It's only, really it's, only it's real. It's yeah. real, yeah. Um, well, talk, talk about the last thing. The thing about you, I'm always amazed. Like I, when I did stand-up, I could never eat before gigs. I get so nervous and sick. But you can have like a full Frankamanka pizza before going live on Channel 4. Like you're so relaxed. Well, I'd have it. it at about half six. Okay. Yeah. So you're on at 10. I remember gigging when I was a stand-up. I couldn't eat before I did the clubs because they were terrifying. Okay, yeah. There's a really, there's a, as you'll know, Crane, there's this kind of legendary comedian called Ian Cognito who's banned from more comedy clubs than any other comedian. He eventually, a couple of years ago, had a, I don't know what happened. I think it was a heart attack. Yeah, heart attack yeah. and died on stage, oh. right? But he was an intimidating figure. Yeah. I, he was awesome. I mean, yeah, I, he's I brilliant, loved him, brilliant. But, yeah. but I remember but, yeah. doing a, a, the Birmingham Glee Club with him and he was eating a burger <laughs> kind of, while they were announcing his name. Like, you know, that kind of... And I felt like I was in the room with him and I felt like he was doing it almost to show the me. The power play. Yeah, I felt, like it was a, I felt like it was like, I couldn't... This is how experienced I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. still eating the burger and I can feel they're about to say my name. So has, has that changed as you've become more confident, more experienced? So, like, if you're on tour, what are you doing? I mean, obviously, we've been if on tour on together. If I go on tour... But- I will Google the name of the city and... So you know what to say when you come on stage. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's it's that level of care. And that's that's why people love you. No, I'll always Google Nando's Wagamama or Pizza Express because I don't want to take a risk with something before a show. Have you ever taken that risk and and then during the show you felt like, oh God, this is going... Yeah, I've had like heavy pizza or something and you're like yeah. this is just a mistake yeah so now i just stick to those takeaways so those three choices so you know what the food's going to be yeah but is there an element of that which is it's a comfort ritual do you think no i don't think it is because we do other things like um we do much bleaker things like so obviously i've got ben who's my tour manager and he'll go and get the food because it's invariably if we get to a situation where i have to go and get the food because say he's pulled up and he's on double yellow so he can't get out invariably there's obviously people in there who are going to the gig because that's (laughs) because by definition that's the kind of thing you do before a gig so it's anyway 
The other thing we do, which is much bleaker, is phone ahead and see if they've got a microwave. (laughs) (laughs) And what would you get? What's your classic pre-gig sort of service station fare then? One of two options. So I'd get the either a tomato soup. It's rock Col- and roll stand up. <laughs> it really is. What do you think about it? But, but, yeah. tomato and basil. With some olives. The olives with the manchego. You know those ones that they've oh, also yeah. got a bit of a pimento? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then maybe yeah. to finish the meal off, a light packet of crisps. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is a very healthy selection. That's about four calories. Oh, yeah, but what like, you've got to remember I... is you're off the back of four Nandos. Well, do, how light does that make you feel? Do, 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 you, do you feel sexy? <laughs> do I feel sexy? <laughs> do you feel sexy after that? <laughs> I think another thing we is worth asking about, with is we've talked a lot about people, what Josh sort of enjoys. I mean, takeaway disasters. I think that has to be. Yeah a thing worth sort of asking about like do you always nail a takeaway do you always or have you had sort of situations where it's gone wrong I think there's more disappointing than a bad takeaway because you've you've made your piece yeah that you're trading guilt for joy <laughs> and then you're not getting the joy but you are getting the guilt it's so, awful so, so then on that at what point do you complain about a takeaway like if um, they're missing an order so this is my problem with the delivery complaint system which is that um, they only refund you what you haven't got yeah unbelievable that I also think, to give them their due, I can't imagine a call centre worse to work in than Deliveroo because everyone's hungry and angry. It's angry. It's literally literally the worst people to deal with. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's the end of a day as well. Yeah, it's, it's like literally the worst point. Yeah. Imagine the 8pm shift yeah, yeah, yeah. in the delivery customer complaints phone line must just be... And during a pandemic. Oh, God, it just yeah. must be awful. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that... You haven't complained. I haven't complained. What, what, t- take us through what you've done. Say you ordered a Franco Manca pizza yeah. with a side salad and a starter right and they forgot the pizza which is unlikely but they they would only refund you the pizza even though the other two things are are more or less useless without the pizza it's no longer a meal it's no longer a meal (laughs) yeah yeah i once got it was for me and my wife and my mother-in-law and we ordered burger and chip veggie burger and chips and shakes and we got three chips and three shakes Which is just useless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What just is totally useless. Yeah. And so you've got to give me all my money back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could and give- really, you should have some kind of credit because when they... So this is the other thing. They then say, we can send it afterwards. You're like, what, in 45 <laughs> minutes? <laughs> three chips and three shakes is what you'd buy if you took your kids to an Odeon. Yeah, yeah. You, you it's not a meal. But do you, I get very anxious when I'm with people... And uh, it's right. So let's say you've ordered your, you've, you've ordered your food. It's twenty minutes, thirty minutes, forty-five minutes is yeah. gone. Still, it hasn't arrived. Hours gone. Still nothing. Awful. And the people that you're with are not freaking out. Yeah. So they're not putting any pressure on. So you're like, do you think we should call me? I just wait. I can't deal with that. That no. like, that really stresses me. People not getting stressed out about yeah. things turning up. Have there. you ever had a situation where you've totally seen your agree. food be taken to another house? We live. I'm not going to give my address, but there's two names on our row which are very similar. And two or three times since we've moved in. What do you mean? There's two names. Give me an example of that without naming your address. Well, let's just say it's. You you don't live in a house with a name. Yeah. Okay. You don't live in midsummer. It's it's not this. Please don't send things to this place. Why would you send anything anyways? Who cares about me? But it's thirty Barnley Way and thirty Burnley Road. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So there's a and you you see it on the thing go to your house and you know yeah, what yeah. I open the door and I'm stood out there and I see him go past <laughs> <laughs> and disappear and then the, the whole bit is he then disappears from the map <laughs> <laughs> so I know it's gone somewhere and it says we've completed your order but the yeah. galling point of that part of that is that someone has been handed a Chinese takeaway and they've said is this Would yours you and they've it? gone yes that's fine <laughs> I love it <laughs> it's unbelievable the, the barefoot cheek of that the, the other one I had I got a veggie burger and chips and I took the veggie burger out. Yeah. I thought, this is light. I took a bite <laughs> of it and it was just the bun. <laughs> so it was like, and it had the salad. So it was just bun. And, so I got bun and chips, basically. Yeah. And they, once again, they charged me for the chips, which I just don't think is yeah. fair. I, just, I know this is petty. I think if a pizza turns up and they've forgotten the dips, the pizza is rendered useless. We were filming. I think it was the third series of Josh, and we did an outside scene. He's a walk and talk, walk and talk being where 
Josh and one of the other characters walk down the street and it was filmed at night. It was raining and <laughs> a delivery driver drove past. Do you remember this? And saw the cameras and tried to show off and did a wheelie <laughs> on his moped and the Chinese takeaway <laughs> fell out the back of the box <laughs> and onto the floor. <laughs> and he picked it up and put it back in to the thing and looked really embarrassed and drove off. And like it was, there was like noodles on the floor, but this was still heading off to its. its <laughs> not, it wasn't Deliveroo; it was an unnamed thing. But um, the thing that I've always thought about is oh, when we went to Rio, your experiences of being in a country where you're a vegetarian and it's impossible to get takeaway food yeah, that so, isn't a full so lunch. Cow. At lunch, I used to have smileys. Do you remember them? Well, potato smileys. Yeah. So they're big in Brazil. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> we used to have to go and get the lunch from the Olympic Media Center, whatever. And the veggie option would I would have smileys with the sriracha sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that became yeah, kind of yeah, very yeah, in vogue yeah, about yeah, five yeah, years yeah. ago. Everyone's yeah. got one. With the yeah. Congealed bits <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that would be what I'd have for lunch in Brazil. That's the last time, one of the only times I've eaten meat, was um, me and Brooke both got a Subway and I picked up the wrong one. Oh, on no. the last night and I ate a foot long steak sandwich without realising the whole so, of it yeah, how I was so drunk, drunk were you so drunk because it was the last <laughs> night do you remember that last I night I do remember that last night now do you remember what happened was you, not complaining you, you, got, you got into a cab and the cab drove you around for what you thought was an hour and a half it was probably about two minutes and then he got kicked you out yeah, and you rung me you Rio. said He's dropped me off in the middle of a favela. I've no idea where I am. You've got to help me out. And I said, Josh, you're opposite. I can see you. And we were all sat in the pub and Josh was like directly opposite. They'd done a loop. But that's how were... drunk I was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was great. I mean, And then know. the only reason I realised it was a steak sandwich is because I had that cheese sauce on it. Oh. And Brooke was like, I didn't get any cheese sauce on mine. And I was like, oh God. Like, <sighs> I like the image that you both completed your sandwiches yeah. and then completed them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. I threw it up. So it doesn't that count. Might not doesn't count. Does that count? Does that count? I don't know. Yeah. That was the steak. They can't put the animal back together again after that. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't save it. Well, shall we... Shall uh, we try the fall? Yeah. yeah I let's think try let, the let, fall. This, this has been really, really I'm fun. I'm very let's, interested in the let's fall. Let's fall. I don't, I don't, what, what is fall? It's the hottest thing on the menu. That's yeah. all it is. Oh. So we'll try this fall and then we'll give you our, sort of, uh, our feelings Josh, on your, your, your I've order. I've just opened it and I'm going to say... It's a hilarious colour for the heat <laughs> hottest thing on the menu, isn't it? What would you describe that colour? It looks like the hottest colour a curry could be. Yeah, yeah. It looks like lava. Lava with peas in it. I'm now slightly worried. <laughs> My memory, there's about 10 seconds when you think, this is absolutely fine. And then, so, so this is apparently the hottest food on the menu. Normally you win a t-shirt for having this. That's the sort of thing. That is, it is that sort of thing. I don't think you do in Levang Spice okay. Okay. in a slightly we're all, higher class. We're all going but... in now. Josh has dug in first. Oh, oh god! Already a problem. Yeah, I feel that immediately. Oh my goodness me! What is this? <laughs> oh my god! That is. <laughs> what is this? That doesn't build. That hits you instantly. Yeah. I want to cry. As soon as your tongue hits. That, oh, why do you think that's on the? Me- I'm actually so I'm fine with heat. Oh, Fact. I'm just getting a bit annoyed. I don't want to show, bro. But I'm. Oh, just... he's having another one. He's having another one. Okay, how are you finding it? Okay, I, I, it's actually all right. It's okay, all right. It, there's an initial rush, which is. So it, I guess it's going to be worse than it is. Actually. It calms down, actually. It does. It brings you into land, doesn't it? Yeah. But could you... Actually, it's going again. Nobody needs all of that, though, do they? That's the interesting thing. How often are they selling that to someone that isn't doing it for a challenge? For a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be those guys who are going out for a curry and a pint, and you've always got that one bloke who'll be like, I'll get it extra. Well, I also think if you were to go out with some mates for a curry, which I very rarely do, and not order the file for the table. I don't think you're fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You're not enjoying life. <laughs> like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like... Completely. Take, take a long, hard look at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually, I actually quite like If it. you've got a dog and a hat and, you, and uh, some sunglasses, you don't put the sunglasses on the dog. <laughs> That's been a lot of fun. I, I think what we'd like to do at the end of every meal we've shared uh, is we'd like to give a, a brief summation of what you thought. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good. I th- Okay. Hold my hands up. I thought the lack of rice worked. I don't miss it. And I didn't miss the meat. I thought no, no rice, no meat. I think the poppadoms were, as is always the case with most takeaways, but as I said, the best two poppadoms a person and there yeah. will be some left over. Can I ask you a question as an Indian? Are you? Go. <laughs> do you mean... Uh, uh, what you, what, sorry, what are you planning on here? Please, please don't do the accent. <laughs> 
If it's oh, anything God. about partition in 1947 <laughs> no. and stuff, I'm not, I'm not so your man. So my dad was big into Indian food because he went to India mm. in the 60s and it was made. It left a huge mark on him. Consequently, he was always into Indian food. We'd right. always go for Indians. And the two things he'd always say, one of them is he'd always refer to them as ladies' fingers, okra. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that something... I wouldn't refer to them as... Le- Ladies fingers. No, I've heard ladies fingers. I have heard yeah. that. Yeah, that's yeah. not what we would. That's not how we would describe okra. But I was saying to Crane earlier that we wouldn't uh, at home in an Indian household. You'd never call something a poppadom. You'd call it poppered, and that's oh, our. Is, that's and our is that word spelled pad pad? Uh, oh, the spellings of these things. Because occasionally I've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go to the posher places, they'll say pop. Yeah, it's spelled pad pad, yeah, and yeah. I'll, I'll be like. Yeah, have three pad pads, please. Now I feel bad. Yeah, that's I'm always blown away. When I go to a really posh Indian restaurant, they don't do poppadoms. Oh, I do. yeah. I know. I get, Absolutely I get the idea. fucking jog on. But come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you made I've, your point. Play the hits, we've, mate. Yeah. We've booked a babysitter. <laughs> we've got a cab. <laughs> You've got to have some back there. Surely. <laughs> If you ask them for papa, they might serve you. Okay, yeah, but if yeah, you're, yeah. Cause you're no. asking them for well, papadoms and a so, so and these, a pint of kingfisher, these yeah. are my two <laughs> other questions. That my yeah. dad, so, a, my dad would always say, "Sign of a good Indian is if you see Indian people in it." Yeah. Yep. Basically, in Bobby Tracy, man, that was never the case. Because <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, we're the, the Indians yeah. that work there, they're only Indians in the yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. So you've yeah. got 100% hit rate. Unless <laughs> the people that ran the Indian in Newton Abbott had come to have a meal in the Indian yeah, in Bobby yeah. Tracy. And that's his rivalry, yeah. checking out the competition. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing he'd say is that you can ask for a meal that is prepared for the staff, and that's the real curry. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about that. Have you ever done that? I've never done that. But, well, as you know, I sometimes ring up and will ask for what the chef recommends. Have you ever gone to an Indian then and asked to eat what the staff eats? No, no, <laughs> because I'm not a twat. Yeah. <laughs> well, the next thing you come is some Philadelphia sandwiches come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it worse than the lack of papa dogs? <laughs> You could ask the chef yeah. what the chef recommends. Yeah, that's what I was And that is, that is usually pretty good. Okay. I mean... Then... Well, so I'm not so mad doing that then. Um, but I thought that was a really good meal. I generally did. Uh, I thought yeah. it was a great meal. I thought it was... It was, I thought it was uh, it's exactly what you want. It was solid, sta- solid, solid, really fair. Good dependable. Food, yeah. Solid and dependable. I love, this is Levang Spice in Victoria Park, for listeners. Um, it used to be in my delivery range in my previous place, and then we moved to Clapton and it no longer is and I was, ge- I was genuinely gutted and that's, all, that's a good sign of a good restaurant a yeah. good takeaway is that when you're, you you check the delivery areas when you move and you go oh, well I'm sure I've told anymore. you this before but I think that you should be able to pay extra to increase your radius that is that is a great idea that yeah. that is a great idea but, but you have to sign a disclaimer such a good idea which says I accept this food may be a bit colder, colder. but I'm willing to pay five pounds for an extra three miles on my radius. Okay, yeah. but when you're ordering on delivery, just one more thing. Or Uber Eats, or, or, or just or any yes. of yeah. these, any of these uh, delivery apps. Do you ever filter stuff so it's like closest distance, top height? I would that... never do closest distance. I always do closest distance because then I know it's going to arrive hot. That's no, insane to me. That's I've mad. Never, I don't just just couldn't you, give a fuck. You want good? You don't just want crap food delivered quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you no, want the best food turning up. You can find the middle ground. You can find the closest. I think there should be a ban on. Too close because it's embarrassing. Hmm. Oh yeah, I've done. I've yeah. That's I, a really good point. I ever told you, and I'm not just saying this to leave her in a very mild brag, but in 2011 I was nominated for the Newcomer Award <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. Next morning, there's a photo shoot for all of the nominees. 10 a.m. and my agent says to me, "Do you want a car? Do you want them to drive you there? Mm. A taxi?" And I was like, "Yeah, great." And so I come out of, I don't know where I am in Edinburgh whatever come out my door get in taxi the guy's seething <laughs> and he drives and it's 30 yards down the same road that he has to drop me off so we don't we don't even get beyond second gear yeah. we go up traffic lights they change go a bit further stop and then he's like here we are but that's what it reminds me of when you just think about the embarrassment of, I think you need to live at least 10 minutes walk from a place 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's true. Completely. I think that's unfair otherwise. Well, well uh, I, that was a joy. That was great fun. That and a uh, really lovely meal. I enjoyed the file. It's really mellowed out. The whole thing was delightful. Yeah. The poppadoms were the right number. It's given me a bit of a buzz afterwards, the file, actually. Yeah, I'm kind of up for it. Well, let, not to put words in your mouths, but India meal, lack of rice. How are we all feeling? Great. Sexy. 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 That was it, Thank wasn't you. it? Come on, <laughs> Come on <laughs> mate. <laughs> So that was the brilliant Josh Widdicombe there. Um, what a fun meal and chat that was. Loved it. That was so great, wasn't it, Craig? I really loved that. I mean, he was mad about his rice, uh, not, not having rice with the curry. That's a bit of a splitter, isn't it? It's a splitter, that one. It was, I don't know what it's going to, where it's going to leave people. I think there's going to be a nation. To, you thought Brexit was big. <laughs> <laughs> this is bigger. So, so we want to hear your curry takeaway habits. Do you agree with Josh? Would you, would you take out the rice or would you include yeah. rice? Is rice a staple for you? If you want to get in touch, here's how. You can follow us on Insta on My Favourite Takeaway Podcast, on Twitter on Fav Takeaway Pod, or email us hello at myfavouritetakeawaypodcast.com. That's it for this week. Really hope you enjoyed it. Next episode, we have the wonderful Andy and Makita Oliver. Such a fun chat that was. Um, please don't forget to like, subscribe and share. And if anyone else in your house has an iPhone, grab that. Do the same on there. Subscribe, like, basically press any button where you can subscribe, like or share. Get the word out there because your support means everything. Um, can't wait to see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.